Hey, welcome to the Pittsburgh City Paper Podcast. My name is Alex Gordon. Thanks for listening. Today, uh, we have local wrestlers Fleck and Feeney. Thanks for being here, guys. Thank you for having us. Yep, thank you very much. All right, and we're also joined by a couple of self-proclaimed wrestling nerds. I guess we'll get into what that actually entails. <laughs> With Charlie Deach and Mike Wysocki. How you doing, guys? Doing good. All right. Um, so just to get uh, our listeners kind of familiar with your work, do you want to just tell me about Code Red and uh, your performances there? Sure. Um, Fleck and I own a promotion called Code Red Wrestling. It is located in Century 3 Mall in West Mifflin, PA, and we run shows monthly. Um, so Fleck and I have been wrestling for about five years, going on six years. So we're uh, familiar with the wrestling scene, and we thought what better way to expand our love for the business than to start our own promotion. So. Yeah. Is is like the state of local wrestling? Is it like healthy here at the level you guys do it? Do you guys have? A lot, is there a lot of fans in Pittsburgh? There is a pool of wrestling fans in Pittsburgh, and there is a lot of wrestling in Pittsburgh. So WWE has really helped with that, and the other strong promotions out there because um, it brought light to independent wrestling and these hmm. smaller promotions. So um, for us, it's great because people are you know um, still tuning in and still supporting local wrestling, uh, but. I don't know how large the pool is per se. Okay. So, how did you get into it uh, in the beginning? I mean, I remember watching, you know, on TV with my dad since probably before I was like four years old, and I just was hooked. There's just there was no way that I was turning that TV off. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine a world of not knowing what professional wrestling is. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I mean, I love every aspect of it. You know the. The storylines, the athleticism, the production that goes into it, the pyro, every that's why we, we promote because we love. We're fans, we're wrestlers, we're, we want to do everything we can do in the business, and we, we enjoy it. So how do you take that step from like becoming – because Mike and I are fans, but Mike and I aren't out there beating the crap out of anybody or getting the crap beat out of us, most importantly. <laughs> so how do you take that step from fan to like, to like performer? Training. <laughs> sure, but what well, makes you decide that well, you want to take it? You know, on June fifth, two thousand and six, you go to Mellon Arena to watch a show, and you meet somebody who loves the business as much as you. And three years later, you decide because you both, at that time, before you even met each other, decide you wanted to train, and you take your best friend and you go train at a school. So you guys met at a wrestling match. We re- met at. Uh, WWE. Wow. I, I hated almost, him. <laughs> I hated this guy. Ago. What was the move? Was the move a headlock or like a, some sweet talk? It was, it was me playing with his spinner belt. <laughs> she wanted my John, John Cena spinner belt. <laughs> you had a belt? Yeah. yeah. He it's was since been autographed and put yeah. away. Charlie, but. he was that guy. <laughs> uh, he was that guy. I personally hate fans who have memorable. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> anyway. put that mask away. Yeah, I was that guy yeah. before it was like cool to be like the person that wears the same clothes. Yeah. Like the tie-dye guy and Brock Lesnar guy yeah. and sign guy. I was that just being myself. Spinner belt guy. So, but in uh, in all seriousness, though, I think that, you know, growing up saying, you know, I love wrestling. I want to be a wrestler. I want to be able to, um, you know, inspire others to chase their dreams just as I'm chasing mine. It's something deep inside you. It's a, it's a passion that you can't, you don't just grow out of. And that is why we started training because we knew that we wanted to go to that next level. Yeah. And there I've, I've been a, several times out to their matches. And one thing I can say for sure is that Feeney is very good. 
<laughs> I mean, I hear that a lot, but that's all I can. Report. I mean, obviously, she has me to train with. Oh, is that yeah. it? <laughs> where do you guys? So, where do you train? Like, where? How do you? There. How do you find a place? I mean, you do now, but when you're first starting sure. out, where do you like? How do you find a place to train, or where do you? Um, decide? There's several companies in yeah. the area. We train with Iron City Wrestling Academy. Free plug. That is IWC's yeah. school. Very we good school. By Super Hentai and Marshall Gambino. Yeah, and you guys also, right? You guys train. You guys have a training program. We do. We do. We We currently have three guys training right now. Yeah, that's great. So, um, but you know, in wrestling, it's all about networking, just as it is in any you know field. So, with that being said, you know, you get on the road, you meet people. So, you know, I could go to a different town right now and find a place to train, just because you have that network. I mean, when we were down in Florida, I I was talking to my friends that have. bookings down there and they were telling me about some places down there that they train at when they're in town so if you have the network i mean you know you can find places to work out you know the hardest thing for any wrestlers is having a match maybe once a month and not being able to go train somewhere regardless if we had a wrestling promotion ourselves we have a ring so we would have it set up somewhere so that we can train because it's like anything you get rusty you don't you don't practice you don't get better there's a lot involved. It's not just get in there and learn the moves. I mean, you have to – it's really challenging. You have to learn how to balance so much. You have to learn how to interact with the fans. You have to learn how to put psychology into a match or else the match means nothing. So uh, definitely a lot involved. So just getting in the ring and working out or getting in the gym and working out, you know, it's really important to study film too, to study old stuff, new stuff. That was one thing they told us when we were training. So you never stop learning. Could you like walk us through like a day that you have a fight? Like what do you, what is your process of preparing for that? Do you like eat so, certain things? A it's match. A match. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Thanks, the admitted. I'm the novice. It's all right. <laughs> so we'll we'll base this off of just a normal day, not at Code Red. We'll start with the drive first off. Oh, if depending the miles. That's the hardest thing is being in the car. So thank God for social media because you can get out there and you know interact with your fans and promote when you're stuck in a car for nine hours. But um, basically, you know, you wake up and you you have your bags already packed at the door. Load the car up and you get on the road. And then again, you have several hours in the car and just trying to kill time. And then you show up at the venue. We're always early. Um, knock on wood. I mean, we usually don't have any issues. And then uh, you just you get there. You shake everyone's hand. That's the first and foremost thing you do. Uh, you learn in wrestling when you get to a building. You shake everyone's hand. Introduce yourself. You don't know uh, who they are, who they know. So then, uh, you know, you uh, find your opponent and then you um, talk about what, what you, the night holds. And then, you know, you, you interact with the fans, maybe an intermission or after the show, and then you load up the car and you get back on the road. And then you hope that other states are like Pittsburgh and we go to sheets on every street corner. <laughs> well, let me tell you guys, there's not a sh- sheets in every state. So trying to find food at 11 o'clock at night is not I always think- the best I think Maryland's the worst. We have been punked so many times in Maryland. There'll be a food sign. It'd be like, take this exit, food yeah. subway yeah. on the right. We get off, and it's, it's like, like in a, in a residential. It's like, off, it's like housing plan, office yeah. building with restaurants, housing plan. Somebody selling hot dogs on the back of their house. Yes. Dude, I wish. I mean, at least we'd be eating right You should contact Sheets. If Sheets is like your training table, you could probably get a like an endorsement deal with Sheets. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. That would be cool. So what's the farthest you guys travel travel to, to – Distance-wise, uh, right now, South Carolina. 
Nine hours. Over we've nine traveled, hours. We traveled to Tennessee and Georgia. Canada last weekend. And that's for two one show? Ago. Mm-hmm. Just for one show? Just one show. Mm-hmm. So, wow. you know, you really got to be serious and love this in order to you know, make that work on the road. So Let's just say we bought a Jeep in July, and it's not a year yet, and we have almost 20,000 miles wow. on it. Man, it's almost around the world. Mm. I would love to go around the world. Canada was a big thing for me when I started. I was like, I want to wrestle in Canada. And finally, like two Saturdays ago, I was in Canada, and it was awesome. It was an awesome experience. The fans were, like, so into it. I mean, it reminds me of how the fans are down south because, I mean, they pop over a headlock, you know. I remember the last match, uh, whose son was it? Harry's, right? Harry's son. No, um, it was Smith Hart. Smith Hart's son was in a match, and he was heel go figure, Canada. Yeah. Um, and he lo- he won the match, and the fans were throwing trash in the ring. I'm like, hey, we got to go before there's fans, right? Because we're heel, and I'm yeah. like, they're going to find the She's next like, person yeah, so like. like, Fleck, they're throwing stuff. It's time to go. I was like, oh, Okay. That's Ma- how my dad used to describe it. Was like in the sixties and seventies, like you know, Bruno San Martino would lose. Like yeah, they were tipping over taxi cabs and stuff like Kinda that. Kind of like uh-huh. when you know the NWO thing when Hogan yeah. came out, yeah. what they did in the ring. But it was like far more. Right. I remember I I said to uh, I was telling the fans, you know, this country sucks. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I said to the one guy, I looked him in the eye, and I said, "Why do you live here?" And he goes, "How's healthcare treating you?" Oh, I was no. done. Oh, I was come done. Back to that filthy American. <laughs> the entire match, I was like, I got to think of something. So then at the end of the match, I'm like, "Yeah, well, hey, buddy, Tim Horton sucks." He goes, "Dunkin' Donuts sucks." I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> yeah, he was." I was like, "I was like, this guy had to have been a worker." <laughs> We're so, going to build a wall to keep you Canadians out. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually what one of our managers said. <laughs> so um, so how do you guys, like I know at your show, you guys have a lot of wrestlers from the South, from Canada, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So is there like, how do you guys find each other, I guess, too? That network. A lot, yeah. a lot of people we've met through all these shows. Yeah. Um, we tend to book people that have, have there's, they've always been respectful for us. You know, there's people that you just meet in the back and you shake their hand every time, you see, and that's it. And then there's people that you can have, like, 10, 15, 20-minute conversation yeah. with. That's the people that we want in our locker room. We don't play politics. We don't want, you know, any arguments. We want our friends. You know, granted, now we're not just booking, you know, every one of our friends. Right. We're booking mm-hmm. talented wrestlers, but we want, you know, we want our friends, the people we care about, to be there because we know they care about the product, and that's less stuff we have to worry about. And, you know, half – Half of our roster is local guys, but the other half is always out-of-town workers. So, and it will always be that way because we need to provide Code Red with its own identity. Yeah, like um, he said, we meet all these people at shows. Like the great Cheyenne, you're familiar with Charlie. Met her at a show in Michigan. Um, so I met her and then just stayed in contact. And I've worked in Illinois. I've worked in Indiana with her, and she's worked in PA and will work other places with me. So, uh, it's, And then, you know, you – you just meet people, stay in contact with them, and just, you know, um, to help each other out and network. All right, shift and focus for just a minute. Um, these uh, self-proclaimed wrestling nerds, let's yes. get to them. Let's get to the nerds. Mike, do you want to tell us about how you got into wrestling, how old you were, <clears throat> what what it was that got you? Um, I was just kind of a nerdy kid. I never envisioned myself as a professional wrestler, but maybe like a, a manager that would come and just plunk someone in the head, you know, during the match to help out their person. I got so far as to, I even I made up my own um, rankings of professional wrestlers <laughs> and would move them up and down accordingly. 
as they won matches and stuff. But I wanted to ask you guys, this is the thing that's most annoying about when people about professional wrestling always say, you know, it's not real, is it? You know, they always, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, is smoking bad for me too? Should I not <laughs> try this unmarked pill that I found on the bus? Does that just, does, do you find Please that Please do annoying? not use the F word. <laughs> no. Um, it's, it's very real. Um, I'd like to bring up one of our trainees for a second. And this kid never missed a practice in his life. Nick BWZ, mm-hmm. Charlie's familiar. And he was one of the hardest workers I've ever met. And, uh, he had an awesome first match, I think. Yeah, it was pretty he, good. He mm-hmm. was there, and uh, much better than my first match. But <laughs> it was an injury, and that his doctor said he may never wrestle again. So this this is very real. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't prepare yourself for what is going to be thrown at you. So, you know, we had actually the photographer that came down to take pictures, yeah. take a bump in the ring. Cause Our he, intern last fall. He was questioning. Know. He thought maybe it was a pillow top mattress, <laughs> and we were like, all right, Theo, get in there. And uh, he was like, that will be the last bump I ever take. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he, lim- he limped all the way out of the, uh, out of the, out of the people. I, mean, I, that. I think that's awesome you made up rankings. <laughs> I, I remember playing Monday Night Raw for Sega, and this is back just regular – like there really wasn't there was no story mode there right. was like I had a notebook and I made up all my matches <laughs> and wrote that down so that's pretty cool What she about like persona that's always a big part of it you have to create your own character you have to project that to the fans do you have any inspiration for that or you just you just kind of find it on your own Basically I just get really angry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it And then I tell everyone I hate them and that they suck Except for Charlie. Yes. I will censor my rile people up. I will censor myself and my character is a you know what, but I actually have friends, <sighs> one friend I'd like the Jesse Bell. She is like over the top with being a heel. She actually gets chased out of like parking lots in her car. Wow. Yeah, it's I don't know, maybe a southern <laughs> thing. She's Tracy Smothers' daughter and she just takes yeah, it to wow. another level with it. I don't even know how she like puts the on and off button you know yeah. like on yeah, the character like people in character 24 yeah. 7 so how did you guys i mean did you guys why did you decide to like be a heel be a bad guy over i mean we're, we're, we're honestly we are whatever the promoter needs yeah so if she's you know we do the gimmick f and f so if she's face one night for a promotion i'm usually face if she's heel Okay. I'm heel, so ah. it just depends. Like, honestly, thirty minutes down the road, we're face at right. our company. We're heel. That's funny. What's more fun? Heel. Definitely. Well, yeah. I would like to say you make more money as babyface, uh-huh. but I can get around that if I work after intermission. Then I'm just like, you know, hey. And then after intermission, I'm like, thanks for buying my stuff, but you suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people find it hard to boo Feeny, but they have no problem yelling all kinds of shit. At they me. hate uh, him. Yeah, he's. Not, he's <laughs> <laughs> but that means you you are technically popular, I guess, in that they hate you a lot. If That's kind they of hate you, you're doing something right. <laughs> so I have been to many, many of their shows, I think except for one. And I take my niece and nephew, and it's something that we can do. It's something, again, like you guys. My dad and I used to watch wrestling. And my niece loves Feeny. My nephew hates you so much. <laughs> I, I, until I come up yeah. to him and put my hand out, and he's more than more than willing to shake my yeah. hand. Well, he made a he made a sign a couple of months ago that said "Go Fleck." Waited for Fleck to come over, and they ripped the sign in front of him. So he also oh. made a sign that says he, oh. "Feeny's a weenie." Feeny is a weenie. Yeah, he made that sign. that's yeah, on Facebook. Guys, I no, that was all. He came to the. I picked him up. He had that sign. He couldn't <laughs> wait to show us. So, yeah. so are you secretly behind the jobber chant? Tell the truth. Uh, I started on occasion. <laughs> I want to tell you, you do do a good job. A jobber, for those that don't know, is a wrestler who just goes out and sort of helps put a guy over or, you know, just kind of loses 
all the time. And a guy that sucks. A guy that sucks. Mm. Some of the fans <laughs> in attendance tend to think that Fleck is more of a jobber than, say, someone who's talented. I'll just say that my current loss record there is a little higher than my win record, but I don't lose every match. <laughs> so you guys talk about a little bit about the dynamics of tag team wrestling because I think it, throughout history there always seems to be like one more dominant partner and another who sort of rides the coattails of their partner who's not really good, doesn't have a lot of moves. Their partner, though, is charismatic. What are you saying? I'm just pointing something out. But so... <laughs> You know, that's how I always have found the dynamics of tag teams. He's basically saying that I'm Diesel, you're Shawn Michaels. Oh, I'm obviously Shawn Michaels. <laughs> All right, so as as the resident novice in this room, you guys have mentioned heels and jobbers. Can you give me some more lingo, some more jargon that I might not know? Oh, gimmick. Oh, gimmick. Gimmick is a big one. Okay. Gimmick could be used. Do we have to so, explain these? So many or... That would help. <laughs> so many different levels. All right, so. Any, yeah, if you want to. Gimmick, gimmick is really uh, more so like this hat is a gimmick. It's an FNF hat, right? But like for me, a gimmick is everything and anything. I'll be like telling him, like, hand me the gimmick or, you know, why'd you talk about the gimmick? And I just use gimmick way too much. Or doing, calling a certain move gimmick, you know, doing the gimmick or. A gimmick would also be like FNF, like your persona. Yeah. yeah. Um, you got Iggy. That's you know. Well, that's kind of secret. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what 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 do we put putting over? <laughs> what what other words? A lot of times, like it's funny. Someone once said this, and I'll never forget it. When you're uh, in a locker room, you hear a lot of boom bang boom because people don't actually call like their moves. Will be like, uh, isn't it bing bang boom? No, that's oh, the international. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. So it is. It's like a whole nother language. You yeah. just get back. And so anyway, if dude's talking about his match, he'll be like, I was doing the boom, bang, boom. And they're like, the what? You know, the, the gimmick. And like, what? The, the funniest thing is, though, if you call if you call a move by its, like, name, mm-hmm. a lot of the people what? don't. What's like, that? What? Yeah. And then if you say what wrestler's finisher yeah, yeah. it is, they're like, oh, yeah, I know yeah. exactly what that is. <laughs> And that's like down that like that's everybody in the locker room does it. it I, that is one thing that really amazes me is that it is such a universal language. You know, what I mean, I can get in there with people uh, so far all over North America and Canada, and we know the same thing. We may call it something different. We may call the move something different. But uh, honey, Canada is still North America. I meant they're just not not, America. Oh, you called me out, Charlie. <laughs> I just meant not. America. You should I demonstrate just meant... a stiff chop on uh, Fleck. Oh, let's do a stiff chop. Oh. I w- I w- oh, She's going to chop wait. the mic. Yeah. What? Oh! <laughs> that was and payback. And imagine that in, like, in a ring. like Without a shirt. Sweet. Yeah. That's, you're going to see a lot of chops that's at nice. the 14th. Wait until, yeah. Casey Carlisle. <laughs> Do you guys have, have you... signature finishing moves? Super kick. Super kick. Yeah. Nice. Now super nice. kick Mike. <laughs> There's not enough room. He didn't sign a waiver. I'm surprised we can fit Feeney's ego in this room. <laughs> What's your finisher? Um, I do the spine buster, and also I just started doing the Dr. Death Bomb, which is a sit down gut wrench power bomb. Nice. I know what that is. Alex? I like spine you explain that too. Move? You, know what you're, you know what you're getting with a spine buster. Yeah, spine buster is going to bust the spine. <laughs> Uh, work and shoot are two other words, too, that uh, yep. go around. Uh, work is part of the gimmick, as it were. And uh, shoot is sort of a uh, – uh, well, not sort of. Shoot is real life. Real life. You know, it's it, like oh, last month when they had to come out and talk about the fact that Nick wasn't going to be able to wrestle anymore. And 
I still, until actually you guys showed up right here, I still wasn't convinced that you weren't pulling to work. But uh, it was sort of, it was just a front art, just explaining kind of what happened. And uh, so that's a, that's a work, or that's a shoot, and then a work is, you know, uh, that me Not calling Fleck a, a jobber. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that's a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys have, uh, coming up, you have the, your next card is May 14th, mm-hmm. and it's May Steak. Can you want to tell us a little bit about that? you got some big matches planned. I know we that do. We invented a new word. What's that new word? Mistaken. Mistaken. Yeah. That's not so even what is a it? Word. Is that from forsaken <laughs> or mistaken? What, yeah, where does it's that come like from? More like mistaken, but may, you know, don't be mistaken. So mistaken. Of make course, no mistakes. Of <laughs> course, the main event of the evening will be when Serafini takes on Casey Carlisle. I, be, I, I believe though. We the always steal the show. Pr- promoted main event is the ladder match. For the tag team titles. Or the women's match. We also have another tag match. We have the uh, Cutlery, which Those is bombs. Gino Slice. I hate that guy. He was on the yeah. Pittsburgh City Paper. You know that yeah. one that I was super kicking. I do know. Yeah. Right. Feeney was on the cover of City Paper last November. Yep. Super kicking blade. I, I was in the back. I was in the back page. <laughs> Nobody looks. Nobody yeah. looks at the back page. Which is attached to the front page. I appreciate saying. that, Charlie. Thank you're you're I guess that's welcome. why I wrote the coattails because she was the front that, page. Yes. It was the back page. Yes. Yeah, and it was still attached. Right. Um, that was a coattail. Back to us. So back to back to us, Charlie. So that that write up you did was pretty awesome. It was. Well, you gave me a lot of great stuff. I mean, so when I go out to interview people, some people are natural storytellers. They can really get their point across, and some people, you know, they. Fump for around. They don't know the right words. I don't want to mention any names. Play. But, yeah. Well, mm. I don't want to say anything. Well, Can so. I hit you with a chair sometime? That would be, <laughs> that's, that's my dream. Like, he wants to, I, want to, I want to hit somebody with a chair sometime. You, you can hit me with a chair. Just can not I? on the head. All right. Do I get to spine buster you? If you can get me up to spine buster me, you can spine buster me. That's a deal. We'll do that. That's a deal. Can, o- only one request. Can you wear the Sinkara mask? Yes. Okay. Absolutely, I'll wear okay. this. All right. yeah. Sounds Go good. We will just show you how to properly do the spine buster, and I don't think that should be a problem. All right. We'll do it. So we get this ring, and we're like, yeah, we're going to train. And, of course, when we you know purchased the ring, we got you know a bunch of chairs, still chairs, and you know, there's only so much you can do with still chairs. So when you have 300 or 150, sorry, of them, you're like, mm, what can I do with these? So anyways, long story short, so all these we're fuckers looking- that we want to go <laughs> Here check goes. out to see if yeah. they'd let us run out their space, they're yeah. like, cool, yeah, we'll run it. Here's the price. Okay, but what are you going to do then? We're going to run wrestling shows. They think you're going to burn down their building or wow. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they weren't <laughs> fans. They don't understand <laughs> they, whatsoever. Charlie, yeah. they didn't understand it was a work. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Right. So, anyways, <laughs> so then um, I'm talking to this guy, and he's like, hey, you know Century 3 uh, has, like, a boxing gym in there? And I'm like, huh. Well, I kind of thought about Century 3, <coughs> but, like, uh, mall, I'm not sure. And he's like, well, we'll just call them up and see. You know, they're always looking for new clients. And I'm like, okay. So I call them up, and we go check it out. And they were so welcoming. And I just thought, that's awesome. Because yeah. although it's unfortunate that there is so much – uh, wrestling in the area, we you know we never wanted to disrespect anyone or step on any toes. The fact that we can be inside a mall, not have to worry about people having a hard time getting it's right off yeah. 51 South, um, and the fact that the mall is so awesome of helping us support and promote our shows. So I mean, we've done like trick or treats and stuff. They're like, they put a table out for us. They tell us go hand out your flyers, you know, whatever. So they've been really supportive of us, and I hope that you know we're supporting them by you know telling people like yes the mall is still around i mean you know yeah. some people will there's probably know a, there's that there's a lot of good owners of stores in the mall 
Yeah. I mean, we've been to plenty of shows where it's like, you know, you put in the address and you don't know what to expect. And you literally go down a dirt road for like an hour and a half and then it's a barn. Turned and you're like, chicken yeah, and you're like, okay, fans know how to get here, right? And then not to mention like the weather and you're like, oh, geez. So uh, I think that we're in a really good location. And I think that it hopefully uh, brings awareness to the other businesses uh, in the mall. I think that's one good thing about our location is that it's the same location every month. Yeah. A lot of uh, promotions have to run at other, you know, different locations. So it's like the fans are like, okay, are they going to be here this month or away this month? And I've worked those shows. I know that happens. So <coughs> being able to be at the same location every month, month in and month out, it's, it's a good business awesome. idea. So we're getting the wrap it up sign. But I yep. have one more thing I want to talk about. Wrap it up? Wait, wait, wait. F and F is here. Ashley, F and F is here. But no, so – your opinion, greatest wrestlers of all time. Let's talk just a little bit of wrestling talk, general wrestling talk. Flex, since you're over there, greatest wrestler of all time. The greatest wrestler of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin. No. Well, see, you're, he's, Stone Cold was awesome, but you're a little younger, I think, than Mike and I. Mike and mm-hmm. I saw, you know, we saw some real wrestlers back in our day, I think. Well, you know, um, professional wrestler, Stone Cold Steve Austin. If we're going to go to the amateur wrestling background category, <laughs> I don't I, think so. There's a lot of, yeah. There's a lot of names in that. For professional wrestling, I think, in my opinion, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I love greatest Rowdy, wrestler Rowdy of all Piper. time, greatest, greatest showman of all time, greatest promo guy of all yeah, time. Definitely in the top ten of all yeah. time. Jimmy Superfly Snuka, even though he's a murderer. Yeah, before we don't Jimmy know that. Hey, before maybe, indictment. Maybe. That's pre-indictment, uh, Jimmy Snuka. Yeah. <laughs> um, mine, mine would be Shawn Michaels, uh, but current, uh, you know, I also love Natalia and Charlotte and everything. All the women that are kicking butt right now in professional wrestling and allowing me to continue living my dream and inspire girls. Um, I also think that, um, uh, sorry, just lost it. That happens a lot. Yeah, I'll make it. I'll make it quick too. The, the, the difference between na- steamboat's really good. From- yeah. From when you guys watched and have for what we watched and what's being watched now, like the indie scene yeah. is a major component of professional wrestling today, and you see that on TV. Right. Who right. is your favorite wrestler? I have no answer. I'm sorry. You never. You, never, you don't Say watch John wrestling, Cena. do you? Say John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> Everyone knows John Cena. <laughs> I did see that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone needs to come to the mall on May 14th for May Stakin. That's right. You can hit us up. Facebook, Code Red Wrestling. Twitter, CRWPGH, uh, underscore in the middle there. And uh, we got Instagram, CRW uh, Wrestling after the W. Uh, anyway, just Google Code Red. You'll find us. YouTube, everything. Uh, I try to set it up, and I try to connect with as many fans as I can. So. All tickets for adults are $15. Kids under the age of 10 are $10, and we are kid-friendly. And All right. I- guarantee whether you love us or you hate us you're gonna love to hate us mark on that (laughs) can we just cut there that was amazing audio wise though uh thank you so much for being here thank you all All very much mike wazaki charlie deach thanks everybody thank you